Hello, everyone. This is Brian with Good Dog Workshop, your podcast resource for successfully working with your dog. We'll help you sift through all the wrong and ridiculous information out there. We'll help you understand dogs and how to effectively work with a dog's nature, not against it. In short, we'll teach you how to speak dog. Thanks, everyone, once again for joining us today. We appreciate uh, all of uh, all of you um, listening to us and, and supporting our, our podcast. I'm joined once again by Marina. How are you, Marina? I'm good, Brian. Thank you for having me on again. I know that I came to you with this topic today, so it's cool that uh, we could meet up and talk about it. Yeah, this this was a very, very interesting topic to me. So what are we, what are we telling our listeners about with this? Does leashing your dog equal control? I've had... A couple of different interactions with people um, while I've been out with my dogs. Actually, three isolated incidents. And it's brought this question to my mind. Okay. I even brought it up at home with my boyfriend. Uh, so for context, the first thing that happened was uh, I was walking from my dad's front door um, in his apartment complex to my car, which was maybe like a good 10 feet. And I didn't put Sasha on a leash. And I was in a county that has a leash law bad owner mm-hmm. or is it um, <laughs> sure I was breaking the law but um, I certainly think it would be far-fetched to call Sasha a danger to other dogs yes um, and the analogy I used with my boyfriend Michael is like a pilot mm-hmm. I know how to fly this plane and should something go wrong I know how to write the plane right but not just any civilian should try to fly this plane. Right. And that might be conceded. I would certainly accept it no, if somebody think, told me that was wrong. No, I think that's fair. But that's how I feel. Yeah. I am a dog professional. I know how to prevent Sasha from getting herself into trouble with or without a leash. Right. So I just walked to my car with her healing. And we were walking by. And I think the neighborhood maybe also has like a leash law. Um, and... It should. There are quite a few dogs that I've passed in that neighborhood in the brief times I've been there that act crazy even on their leashes. Hmm. Um, And I was passing by this woman with a schnauzer, and she told me that dog really should be on a leash. And first of all, don't start a conversation by calling (laughs) my dog that dog. Um, That just tells me you're having an issue because I have a German Shepherd. Um, Hmm. If you really want to have a conversation with me about it, we can approach it differently. But uh, it... I wasn't interested in getting into a topic with somebody who is going to open a conversation that way and clearly not care about my opinion. Right. And I, I, and I got to say from, uh, from a human standpoint, this is, this is one area where, where Marina, I tend to tend to differ on is I will usually <laughs> seek out someone like that to engage with. I don't like to do Cause, that cause, in cause my day to day life. Yeah. Cause I, en- I enjoy doing that and figuring out what, what this person's deal is and talking through it with them, you know, obviously it, it's, it's more fun to, uh, um, uh, to walk away from a conversation like that, or, or in this case, a confrontation knowing that, you know, you, you were the victor. So I would like to try to, uh, try to convince someone that my point of view is the sensible one and, and theirs is, theirs is not, but yeah, that's that. And, and we, we differ on fine. that. I, I would have stopped and said that dog, Okay, so so and, why are you why are you angry about that dog right now, and what makes you think that that's the best way to start a conversation with someone, or do you actually not want to have? A, I mean, you that's just... fair. I I wish I could think of those things in the moment like you do. What I'm thinking in the moment is <laughs> I want to be left alone. Right. <laughs> like I'm trying to get to my car to go about my business. Right. Um, Michael once said something to me. He probably heard on the internet. 
Oh, no. One of his coworkers said this to somebody. My grandmother lived to be a um, hundred years old. And you know how she did that? By minding her own business. <laughs> and one day I'll say that. But again, right. I just want to mind my own business yeah. and walk my dog. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, were, you were technically in the middle of working with a client, probably going back to your car to get folder information or something like that. I was with my dad, but I was leaving to go to work. Oh, okay. So you were kind of in work mode anyway. I was trying to leave so I could be on time for fair. my job where people pay me yes. to give them my opinion. Yeah. Fair, fair <laughs> enough, but I, I always find it enjoyable and we've got some dog park experiences that we'll talk about in another podcast where it actually is in, uh, you know very interesting to, to engage with people who start off their relationship with you with a nasty attitude or a nasty tone. And I, I mean, we've had experiences where the, those end up being good conversations. For me, this wasn't sure. the moment. So I said, cool. <laughs> <laughs> And I continued walking Sasha to the car. And, 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 and for those of you who don't know, Marina is a little bit sarcastic, <laughs> like every minute of every day. My tone was extremely pleasant. Yes. <laughs> um, I was also focused on Sasha, and this is something I'm training her on. She wants to go up. She does want to go up to every dog on or off of a leash. And I call it, maybe it's friendly. Right. Um, if they bark at her... She runs away crying with her tail between her legs. So, yeah, my big bad shepherd. Yeah. Um, so I did have to reach down and correct Sasha while she was not on a leash to tell her, you're not going to go walk up to that dog. Right. And she complied. That's what I, I was focusing on, too. And so I gave my brief response to this lady that says, I'm not interested in having this conversation with you. And she says, there's a leash law, you know. And I said, thank you for that information, because I know I'm breaking the law. <laughs> Um, and she said something, 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 other people's dogs getting attacked. And that's when I sort of realized this is about my German Shepherd looked at her dog. And she's not able to read the difference between a German right. Shepherd that looks at a dog with pleasant interest and that looks at a dog with aggression or dominance. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But I just put, I mean, Sasha followed me to the car. I didn't put her on a leash to walk three feet um, at right. this point. And we went to work, and I called you and told you about it, and you told me how I should handle it differently. Well, not, not, not should have, but you could you could have more fun with it. Um, and my boyfriend also told me I don't think you know Sasha could get hurt if she walks up to the wrong dog. And again, I'm like, I'm flying the plane, right? So, um, but I had an interesting thought because I took Sailor and Sasha on leashed walks, um, yesterday. We have a path called the Greenway. It's three mi three miles. And I walk four miles per hour. That's probably not an exaggeration. Yeah. So they're in a nice heel. We're doing like a great, I mean, you could say training session, but we're having a really good walk. Um, and twice on that walk, leashed dogs approach them. Uh, uh, probably not aggressively, but with dominance and in a way that's going to start an argument with Sailor, for right. sure. Um, and I had that thought. You know, leashed doesn't equal control. Right. The, yeah, the law says your, your dog must be leashed. Why? Because we, you can control your dog on leash. And that's, that's, right. the, that's the point that, um, that, we're, that we're making in this, in this podcast is a leash does not equal control because you can have your dog off leash like you were and you still controlled her, whether it's yes. voice or, or touch. And, you know, we're in Falkir County. So, so you can have your, have your dog off leash, last I checked at least, and uh, under voice control. Yes. And the second she breaks vo voice control, I'm breaking the law, but that's a risk I take. Right. And I think it's because of our hunting culture in this county that we're allowed to do that. Right. Or you can have a dog on leash and still not have control. 
And that's what you're discussing here. And I think the point of the discussion isn't for me to like throw up my hands at everybody and say, you guys shouldn't walk your dogs off leash, but I'm gonna. The point of the podcast is to say, if you walk your dog on or off of a leash, establish control. Right. It's awesome that you're a law-abiding citizen and that your dogs are on leash. But twice on my three-mile walk, I had to get between my dogs and other leash dogs and my dogs never broke heel right because because of someone else's fault now you know for for anyone and you know there's a small part of me it's like yeah we really shouldn't break the law ever i'm pretty sure that when my dad was teaching me how to drive and i was 15 and we were going up and down the street in the old oldsmobile i'm pretty sure we were breaking the law there right so People do break the law for, you know, for lots of reasons. In this case, it was for the reason of training. You know, my dad was training me how to drive. Mm -hmm. You know, you are training Sasha to be to be even better on leash. So, you know, I think for for people who who think of this kind of stuff in terms of black and white, I think, you know, maybe there there needs to be context for for some of this some of this stuff. Let me put it this way. How many times have you been pulled over and you just hope you get off with a warning? Right. You are still doing the wrong thing. So if I get in trouble for having my dog off of a leash, I will accept the fact that sure. I broke the law. Yeah. And I'm not going to be back talking to anybody. Right. I made the conscious decision to do that. Same with, like you said, speeding. Right. Uh, so certainly if someone wants to tell me you're breaking the law, I'll be like, yes. <laughs> not in my county, though. <laughs> um, but like, like you said, I don't think anyone could point at me and be completely innocent about it and i have control over my dog um yeah and, and you notice i don't walk isotope off of a leash right. i don't have control of that dog right. off of your, a leash yes right your, your other dog yes and uh, and one other thing that uh, that I, I just remember that we talked about this when you first mentioned it to me was um you know if someone if someone does want to uh someone does have a problem with this i would like to talk to them about it and figure out you know why they have a problem with it and, and what's going on with it and i'd be happy to happy to say okay well you know let's call animal control and let's wait for him to show up here because i would like to give my half of the story too and chances are someone may be just spoiling for a fight but they don't have 20 40 minutes to hang around for an animal control officer to show up and so you might be able to to convince them nah, this really isn't worth your time to fuss about you know this one minor infraction here or you might right. be able to convince them look i'm trying to tr i'm training my dog she's doing great you saw how she responded to me um but you know that's 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 how i i do things is try to try to convince people hey there's another way to to look at this and what do you think about that and if the animal control officer does show up number one certainly in this county i probably know him or her um and yeah. so that would be an easier discussion to have but if not i would enjoy talking to an animal control officer and like you said saying i accept that i that i you know technically broke the broke this law or, or statue or whatever but look at what i'm trying to do in here and i would you know, I would kind of look forward to to that conversation and see and see where that could go and see, you know, what I could learn. Or maybe it's one of those things where, nope, you never have your dog off leash in this county ever again. You know, sure. so so that's that's how that's how I see I see that sort of thing. But I guess I'm the type of person that enjoys that type of stuff and has the time to do to do that. I don't know. I will try to branch out a little bit more on that. <laughs> okay. um, but uh, like, for example, I told you about. Um, there was a woman on the greenway and she had her dog on a flexi lead. Sailor was also on a flexi lead, but he was in heel. So I like that tool for a dog that has good off leash skills right. and has good 
control on voice command or you're working on off-leash skills. She had a flexi lead and a harness on this really short but stocky dog. Sorry, for those of you who don't know, flexi lead is is the name brand of of a retractable, the most popular retractable lead. So she had had the dog on what 13, 16, 20 feet, something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe thirteen feet. And and I assume the dog was out in front. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, which again, sailor walks out in front on his flexi lead, but when somebody passes us, I pull him. I I tell him he or he comes back to me so they can pass without being concerned about my dog going up to them right because right? you know politeness <laughs> and um i mean he he was definitely a mix he, and he was small but he ducked his head down and was giving direct eye contact to sasha okay um so he picked my submissive dog i'm like okay so i'm about to be like confronted by dominance but but he was he was showing body language challenging her not trying to invite to play correct okay and so that's that's something else. Is and it, it, that's t- that energy was tangible off that uh, dog. Okay. I, I think you could take a side by side picture of a dog inviting to play and a dog Absolutely. challenging and see, but I could feel it from uh, from like half a mile away when I saw her coming towards uh-huh. me. And also, if you're reading the people, you know whether or not they have control of that dog right. or or how confident they are. Yes. Or whether they're even paying attention. Yes. So she started to reel her dog back in, not by calling him. (laughs) And uh, she wasn't able to reel him in enough, so she had, like, the flexi lead wrapped around her arm. Right. Again, not my favorite tool if your dog's not trained. Or if you don't know how to use it properly. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Let's say that about all tools. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's fair. Blanket statement. (laughs) And... Like I said, I'm going probably four miles per hour. Clearly, I don't feel like stopping. I'm trying to continue my walk. Yeah. And it was snowing. And I'm trying to, like, get done with my walk. And I have to stop, and I halt my dogs, and I look at her, like, hey, it's kind of your turn. Yeah. And I'm probably smirking. And she, she, like, tilts her head to the side, and she goes, you know, he really is friendly. <laughs> and the thoughts that went through my mind are not what I said out loud. <laughs> the thoughts that went through my mind are... Does it look like I care? I'm in the middle of something, and he's in my path now. Right. Um, and also, I don't believe you. Yeah. Like. You're, yeah, your dog is telling me something different from what you're telling and me. And also, only people who can't control their dog say that. Yeah, when, when it's he already really too is late. Friendly. Don't worry about my dog running up to you 200 yards away from me. He's friendly. He's friendly. There's nothing else I could do, so I'll say he's friendly. And then my last thought was, I didn't tell you mine are friendly. And I'm not, I don't think I would describe Sailor as unfriendly. Right. But he too is dominant and was gonna, he's like, is it gonna be you, mom, or me? Which one of us is handling this? And something's gonna get handled. So, no, not a great idea for him to come up to my dog. Right. What I said was, that's fine. My dogs are in training. You know, just like some leave me alone term. (laughs) And she like tried to pull him away. At the same time as Sailor started growling. And so Sasha, for the first time in her life, sounded like a German Shepherd. Um, and oh, big and bold. She barked at this dog like, yeah, east side. <laughs> I was like, no, that's a good try, though, Sasha. Um, you should put Sailor in front of you. Right. And I told them, heal and let's go. Because we had come to a point where this woman didn't get control of her dog in time. And now my dogs are like, well, we clearly need to do something yeah. about this. And as she's walking away... She says, come on, 
come on, bear. They don't want to be friends right now. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know why you ever thought I wanted to be friends, but that's fine. <laughs> and so that is why I don't try to sell the business in those moments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just, I was just, just trying to think of the, the disclaimer, um, the, uh, the, the, the level of snark from uh, certain uh, members of the Good Dog Workshop staff does not represent the entire view of Good Dog Workshop. But <laughs> I, I would encourage any of my clients or friends or anybody to approach a situation like that with more control of your dog, self-awareness and, you know, con consideration for others. Yes. Um, the other encounter I had on the, on the walk was more considerate. Um, this guy was walking two pit bulls. He said they weren't his and they were just too strong for him and they were on flat collars and he was apologizing to me and I get that. Like as he's walking towards you. He, he's really trying to okay. hold them back. And I was like backing up and w we went around each other. He was like, I'm so sorry. And, it, you know, they're too strong. I'm really trying. I told him I, that's fine. But at least there was some level of I'm attempting to be considerate to the fact that I shouldn't be approaching you right now. I'm just trying to get these two pit bulls under control. Yeah, and I, I would actually say there's some level of consideration there. Yes. Whereas the first person didn't didn't take that into um you know, uh, into consideration. That's sure. weird. Sure. Um, is she, she didn't start with, um, let me reel him in first instead of just assume that it'll be okay because it's always okay. He's friendly. He likes other dogs and I'm not doing anything bad and he's on leash. So it'll be fine. Right. Right. I, I guess another reason I bring this topic up is because people are either, like you said, black and white about dog etiquette. Right. Um, so a lot of people are, you absolutely should not approach another dog without asking. You absolutely should never have your dog on leash. And I think what dog etiquette boils down to is control of your dog. Right. So, yes, you can say it's inconsiderate of me to walk by you with my dog off leash, but I'm not going to allow my dog to ruin your day. It's yes. not happening. Yeah. And, and I, on or off of a leash. I would suppose the argument there would be, well, how would I know that? No, I, that's fair. And, and, and that is, that is, or I should say, while that is fair, my counter to that is if you know your dog as well as I believe any responsible owner should know their dog and know how to read other dogs as well, because it's the same language you just translate, okay, when my bo dog's body displays this, then it means this. When another dog's body language displays the same thing, it pretty much means the same thing. That read your dog, read the other dog, and then make the decision. And if you want to you know, communicate something to the person beforehand to say, hey, hold on a second, could you stop right there? Or you know, we're gonna pull off here, whatever it, whatever it is, go ahead and do that, but it's not like you don't have any way of finding out what the intentions of your dog is or what the intentions of the other dog is. You look at right. them and if you study dogs just a little bit, you can figure out, okay, that's play there, that's dominance, this is not gonna be a good meeting, we'll just kind of pull off to the side here. I mean, I guess not everybody has a plane, but my response to that would be, if I get on a plane and I feel turbulence and that makes me nervous because I didn't go to flight school. Are you going to go tell a pilot what to do? Well, no. <laughs> you make some good points. Right. <laughs> I I don't know that I have a sign on me that says I'm the dog pilot, though. Okay. <laughs> but but anyway, I just um, thought this was an interesting topic for conversation. 
and I think that it comes up a lot, you know, when we see people in public, uh, when mistakes happen, when uh, we're at the dog park, about about etiquette. And I think that, yeah, you can bring your dominant dog into the dog park. Do you have control of your dog? Right. And and we and we run into this a lot in uh, um, in the court cases. You know, nearly every court case that we've that we've had and, and that I've sat for. Um, is about someone missed something either in reading the dogs or be able to control their dogs. And sure. to me, that's that's all that's all preventable. I would say ninety nine percent of the time. Yes. You know, there's, there can be mistakes anywhere in life, but if you if you practice, if you work to know your dog, know your dog's body language, and then start applying that to other dogs, you know, you can tell when. Uh, like I said, when a dog is, is playful or when their intentions are to be dominant or to be aggressive, just like we can look at a person, we should be able to look at a person and say, you know what, something's off about that dude. I'm not walking down that alley with that dude there. Or, wow, she looks super friendly. I'm going to go ask her for directions. Right. Yeah. If you if you practice this kind of common sense, you can avoid, you know, nearly every pitfall of these. And that's that's part of the reason why. We like doing um, uh, dog park appointments and helping people sh- um, learn how to how to understand dog behavior better, how to understand human body language and behavior better through the through the use of, of the interactions in the in the dog park. So we're very pro dog park for for that reason. Right. right. But yet to to me and and you know it's because I've been doing this so long. To me, it's just it's common sense. It's second nature to read my dog, read the other dog, and then make the decision rather than just, you know, the dog is doing what he wants to from the from the beginning and I don't have a choice. Now I'm following right. the dog. Right. And, I mean, you're going to get yourself and your dog into trouble that way. So I guess you could say, you know, I, I think it would behoove everybody who has a dog to learn this etiquette and to practice, right. you know, being able to control their dog in public and, Certainly, I preach that to my clients and encourage them, you know, expose your dog to the public and tell them, you know, all the rules that we've applied inside, those rules apply outside as well. Right. You have to defer to my judgment before you go making these decisions. Well, yeah, and and even more so outside because outside with nature, so many more smells, distractions, we have to have better control over our dogs outside. And other people and other dogs. Yeah, so... Okay. That's all I had for today. No, no, that that's good. I, I think that's a that's a, a great topic. There's a lot more on that. Um, but any anyone listening who has had a similar experience with this, either you know on one side or the or the other side, um, please let us know. We'd love to love to hear from you. And I'd be more than happy to hear arguments that say no, Marina, Absolutely. you really shouldn't be walking your dog off of a leash. If you know, I reserve the right to change my mind. Um, and I'd be happy to hear other people's perspectives. Yeah, on that. yeah, we absolutely would love to engage people on, on this topic or any other topic, just you know, regardless of what uh, what your point of view is on this. Right. Exactly. So, okay. Well, great. Thanks uh, for being here. This was a cool topic. Um, I hope our, our listeners enjoyed that as well. Um, so, what uh, what would you like to tell our listeners to to do? Everybody, please like and subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. Please put a five-star review so other people can find our podcast. Also check us out on Facebook. I'm doing some more work there. And my Instagram at Marina for Good Dog Workshop for lots of awesome uh, pictures of Sasha, Sailor, and all the puppies that we've been training lately. And um, don't forget to give Brian a call at 703-489-1319 if you would like to submit your questions to our podcast. Or if you have any other questions uh, and something else I thought of, if, um, if there are any listeners out there who 
you don't understand dog body language and want some help there, heck, just send us a quick video of or your dog or a picture of your dog doing this or doing that, or, you know, your husband walking the dog on leash. And we'll, we'll gladly uh, analyze, uh, analyze that. And, and, uh, and we could do a podcast on it or, or talk to you about it over the, over the phone. But that's something that we've been doing a lot with clients lately. And it, uh, and it really is, it's remarkable how easy it is to figure out what's going on just through a little bit of video or even a picture. So uh, if you, so if you'd like to communicate with us that way, please do uh, send me a, send me a text or send us an email at good dog work at Brian at good dog Awesome. Thanks for having me. And thanks for uh, going with my topic. Okay. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye.